Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Lots of news to talk about here on a Wednesday. Last night, of course, was the SmackDown show. If you have thoughts on SmackDown, you're welcome to give us a call or text message here today. What did you think of the show? We're on our way towards the Survivor Series pay-per-view. we got matches for Survivor Series. We have team members for Survivor Series. I think yesterday we told you all the team members that haven't been announced yet. We can go over that again here today. WWE is heading to Europe for 22 shows over a 12-day period between both brands. So lots of stuff going on over there, including Raw and SmackDown tapings coming up over the next six, seven days. Lots of Raw ratings from Monday night. If you listen to yesterday's show, I mean, what do we talk about? We've been talking about it for five weeks now. They are killing the third hour. I have no idea why. It is baffling to me. When I tell you about the ratings, the ratings weren't bad, but the third hour was a disaster. And we have some stats based on the last five weeks of television. Ever since I started talking about how it appears they're killing the third hour. Well, we'll tell you about that here today. I still I can't fathom this. I can't understand this. It's, it's almost time for a renewal. It's almost time to start discussing things with the USA Network and if they have any other suitors, any other suitors. And here they are actively killing the third hour of Monday Night Raw. Maybe the idea is they want to try to get the same, similar, or better money, but only do two hours instead of three. I mean, that would be my goal. I mean, if I could get more money per year for Raw, but only do two hours instead of three, that's like a dream scenario right there. I don't know if they're going to get that, but, I mean, obviously that would be that'd be something. I don't think that's why they're tanking the third hour. I don't know what they're doing. It's a mystery to me. What you've got is noted more Survivor Series team members and a new match for Survivor Series. There is going to be one non-brand specific match, or brand versus brand match. Talk about that after the break. And so much more. It's going to be a packed show, so stick around. Wrestling Observer Live. are certain people you can always trust your grandma your grandma's friends lifeguards action movie heroes who tell you to trust them but there's no one you can trust more than your doctor and when it comes to their own frequent heartburn doctors and pharmacists trust the power of the purple pill nexium 24 hour and when you choose nexium 24 hour you'll see why when it comes to heartburn trust the brand doctors trust nexium 24 hour may take one to four days use as directed If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute 
absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you're a pro, you don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So, I mean, we talked last week about WWE business. I mean, they're not going out of business anytime soon, doing great. I mean, there are warning signs, obviously, but, I mean, we're going to be watching WWE for a long, long time. But this Raw rating. So five weeks ago, they decided that they were going to build the last hour on Enzo Amore. And I was like, this is bizarre. Then they did it again. And by like the second week, and certainly by the third week, all I could think was, are they trying to kill this third hour? Like, are they, are they actively trying? Not just, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's concentrate on hour one and hour two. I'm not talking like that. I'm talking... Are we trying to make people not watch? And talked about it yesterday on the show. The the third hour of Raw. I, I went through all of the segments on that show yesterday. And I and I asked, what are they doing here? Are they trying to run people off? Well, let's look at these numbers here. Raw was slightly down in the ratings from last week, but averaged 2.83 million viewers, which is a decent number by modern standards during football season. First show since the SmackDown invasion started out strong, but once again collapsed in the third hour. Raw was six for the night on cable, trailing the Kansas City Chiefs versus Denver Broncos and Dancing with the Stars, which featured Nikki Bella for the final time since she was voted off the show. Third hour collapsed among women, which, by the way, I believe this is the second week in a row that it's collapsed among women. Women are just smarter than men, I guess. They just shut this damn show off in the third hour. As with women 18 to 49, the second to third hour drop was 18%. 12 to 17, 36%. 18 to 49 year old males, dumb dudes, only down 8%. There was also an unusually huge drop from hour one to hour two, as well as two to three among the 50 plus viewers. Ironically, last week in the demos that went down, they ended up unusually strong the next night for SmackDown. In other words, people wanted to see what happened with the invasion because they shut off Raw, and then turns out they missed something. So anyway, here are the three hours. Hour hour one, 3.10 million. Hour two, 2.94 million. Hour three, 2.52 million viewers. Paul Fontaine here adds, in the last five weeks, and like I said, been five weeks, three of the Raw shows have had historically bad second to third hour drops, as in the third worst, eighth worst, and tenth worst in the history of three hour Raws, which is five and a half years now. All of that in the last five weeks. And he also notes all of those shows. Keep in mind, keep in mind, Third Hour saw huge drops among women. All of those shows have had the cruiserweights and the women featured in the final hour. So I think it's more the cruiserweights than the women, to be honest. But what's going on here? This is not good. That's okay, though, see, because they got all this TV money, you see. Well, they do. And they got all this merchandising. And you know what? All that's true. And you try to argue about what they're doing right now and how it's hurting them and how it has hurt them and how ever since the the Monday Night Wars, you know, went silent and, and in the last 15 years, we have seen the age, the average age, go from somebody in the late 20s to somebody in the late 50s. Now... You can understand, okay, your fan base, your core fan base that got hooked at that time is getting older. It didn't get older. 
it not only got older, it flew so far the other way, it's almost laughable. It was so incredibly notable when those numbers came out. And they haven't changed. It's gotten worse. And there's a lot of other things. As we talked about with the production end, we've talked about it when it's come to building stars, all of these things. And the bottom line at the end of the day is you'd have to kind of sort of separate all these sorts of different things. But when you combine them all together... It doesn't feel very good. It, it doesn't. And for all of the money that they're making, and nobody's crying for them, there are no telethons, they're not going out of business, they can write this ship or change the ship anytime they want in the next God knows how many years unless they completely, like, go to Vegas and roll one gamble on one thing. It, it just it, it can't happen. But it doesn't mean that the TV product is any good. It doesn't mean it's any fun. It doesn't mean that anybody is any more into it and it doesn't mean they're going to get any more money out of usa and i guess again it doesn't matter because they're going to get so much it doesn't matter anyway but it's not a fun tv product to watch right now and long term they're doing things that you know not uh, irreversible but they are causing damage and, and it's causing provable damage now whether you think you care about that or not when it comes to the bottom line is a different story but Unless you're a stockholder, I mean, the on-screen product should actually count for something. Let me defend Raw a little bit. I mean, think about this. <laughs> why? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I didn't think the whole show sucked Monday. I thought the last hour sucked. I thought the first two hours were pretty fun, actually. And SmackDown's yeah. fine. It's not a bad show. Brian, I, 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 look, before you even go on, I know what you're saying, and you're right. If you did cut it out, it would be better. Look at SmackDown many weeks when just the fact that it's two hours makes it better. But then you have to compare how the show has been, even if it was at two hours, and have they had enough to fill up two hours most weeks? And they haven't. Or it's been herky-jerky, or it's been stupid or illogical or whatever it is. So those problems are still going to be there two hours. But, but hold on, hold on. There's no way that they can fill up a two-hour Raw. I mean, if you take the three hours Yeah, but was stuff, something good? Yeah! I'm, I, I, without a shadow of a doubt, I believe they could do a good two-hour Raw. They could, but well, is there anything that has been happening creatively in the last God knows how long where you go, you know what, I have enough confidence, week in, week out. Yeah. Not just at all. Can um, do that? Hold on, Mike. Uh, I'm going to, here, disconnect and reconnect because you're, you're in a wind tunnel right now. So do that and I'll get into my speech right here. So here's the deal with this Raw show. So if you take out that horrible third hour that completely tanked, I mean – the average would be 3.02. That'd be the that the average would be 3.02 million viewers if you took out that third hour that tanked. That's not bad at all during football season at all. 3.02 million viewers going head to head football is not bad. Now I think that they could easily do good two hour raw shows with all of the talent that they have. They've had a lot of fun stuff this year. Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe, Rollins and Ambrose, the Shield reunion. The stuff they've done with the women. I mean, I could go on and on. There's a lot of fun stuff they've done this year. And I think that if they got rid of that third hour and had to get everything they needed to get in in two hours, I mean, people, think about how people raved about the blue brand, which has never had the star power of Raw, ever. And it's all Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon does Raw and SmackDown. So, like, if you've enjoyed SmackDown at any point during, like, the last year or two, I mean, Raw with more talent in only two hours, I guarantee that show would be good. Way better than it is now with three hours. Mike, are you back? We're having some technical issues here, but we'll get them settled here quickly. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Tim in Miami. Just a few quick things on, on the ratings discussion that you're talking about. Uh, number one, Nitro was three hours, and you could argue with a much more casual uh, audience than, than the people who currently watch Raw. They didn't have anywhere near the hour-to-hour variability you know, within a three-hour show. So, and that's surprising because people say that, you know, Raw's down to its hardcore audience, which would suggest that they would just stick through it no matter what. But no, 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 no. no. Hour, Hold on, Tim. Hold on. There's a humongous, massive difference between watching these shows in 1998 and watching the shows today. In 1998, and I was a fan, I recorded the shows and, like, I had to watch them. There was no replay. There was no, there was no this week in WWE. There was no Twitter. There was no Facebook. There was no WWE.com that showed you everything that you missed. Mike has come on here and said, "I didn't watch the show. I just watched the highlights on on the on YouTube," and he missed nothing. Like it's it's very very different. The fans know now 
Like, if I want to watch football, fine. Like, if I miss anything, they're going to give it to me. It'll be all over Twitter within two minutes of it happening. It's very different now. And by the way, another thing, you can go back to those nitros and look at the quality of the show as soon as they went to three hours. It was a collapse. Three hours is too long for a wrestling show. It's been that way forever. Yeah, I just think, you know, if, if the fans were as hardcore as they uh, as they claimed, that they would watch it anyway. They'd want to see it first run. They wouldn't want to wait till later. That's one point. And the second point on the, the third Oh, wait, hour, Tim, I'll hold you over the break, but i got to argue with you about this. Hold on. Are you a hardcore fan? No. You don't consider yourself a hardcore fan? Are you kidding me? You're calling the show. The business. I follow the business more so than I follow, like, I'm not like a mark. <laughs> but you're a hardcore enough fan that you're calling into the show today. Right? I'm a hardcore fan of the business, not necessarily <laughs> WWE. And right. me, of course. Stand by. Stand by, Tim. Back in a moment <laughs> with more Wrestling Observer Live. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm pretty sure the aliens have returned Mike, but uh, we'll monitor it during the show here. Tim is on the line, and he's telling us about how he is not a mark. 
claiming he's not a hardcore fan here, Tim. Tell me more. Well, <laughs> what I was going to comment on about the three hours is, you know, people, if they're allegedly hardcore fans, they will stick with something for three hours. Um, and I think one of the problems... I disagree right there, right off the bat. What, <laughs> like every hardcore fan I know doesn't watch the whole show. Like every one of them doesn't watch the whole well, show. Then they should stop characterizing their fan base as, quote, the hardcore. We're doing That's that. We hear Not them. Time. I'm calling them hardcores. All right. So like, my second point is when they went to three hours, they did absolutely nothing to change up the format of the show, to add new content. All they really did was make the matches longer. Now most of the matches are broken up by commercial breaks. And to me, it's not the length of the show. It's more the flow of the show. Maybe. I mean, I have seen shows that like flow better. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, if you go to a live UFC event at six hours, I mean, it doesn't feel like it's six hours. I mean, no. they're 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 paced fairly well. I mean, there is something about WWE where it feels longer than it is. But still, I mean, th- I I don't believe I do not believe that anybody can do a weekly weekly three hour wrestling show and not have it be too long. I've never seen it done. I'm not talking like New Japan runs a four-hour show. Uh, you know, they're, they're big shows here and there where every, every few weeks they've got a big show or whatever. And even, even for a lot of fans, that's too long for them. They, they, they skip through things or they only watch the top matches. I mean, three hours for Raw is too long. It was too long for Nitro. It's too long for Raw. I've never seen – I mean, someone show me the weekly three-hour show that's not too long. I'd, I'd love well, to know about it. That's the whole thing is, you know, you're supposed to be left wanting more. And there's no way to, you know, after – three hours and then you include two hours the next night and then you want to include an hour the next night or i'm sorry three hours if you want to be that hardcore because 205 live is a first run it just it's too much it's way 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 too much and they (laughs) they're not going to do this and i guess it doesn't make any business sense to do this i still would have a mole in the back going actively around to stockholders and, and to whoever has got this stock and go you know if we if you look at the the tv money you know we decide we we get a little bit less but we do it for two hours and we can maximize this and they start selling the other points around why it would be such a benefit to go to two hours you know i I would love to have somebody out there doing that it would make me feel better although i just i don't know if that's going to happen or not but lance russell just passed away and still i know it's a a lot of people who never saw that show get driven nuts but that memphis tv show at 90 minutes is the ultimate in when things are good it really does leave you wanting more and it does seem to be the perfect time that's not going to happen in the modern age it's going to be two hours but but you can do that now separate from what we were talking about earlier in the first segment Yes, they can have a a coherent, awesome two-hour show, which leads into SmackDown being a coherent, awesome two-hour show. I just don't have too much confidence right now that even in a two-hour format, yes, initially things will be good, but they keep falling back on their and resting on their laurels too often where even a two-hour show can be tough. A couple of other notes here. This person says, isn't it ridiculous that SmackDown has to have qualifying matches to be on the team, but Shane could add himself just like that? At least for the Kurt situation, Stephanie was the one who added him. If Shane adding himself isn't part of a storyline where Kevin Owens and Sammy say Shane has a big ego for doing it, that's just dumb. Well, two things. Number one, yes, Stephanie did add Kurt, but Kurt added himself to TLC. So Kurt has done the same thing. And second off, Sammy and Kevin Owens did a segment on SmackDown last night where they talked about... Can't believe that Shane added himself to this match. What an ego. So they have done that. Well, and you know what, too? Kurt is under the circumstance of he added himself because of all of this collapse and craziness on his roster where Shane does it for ego or can be argued does it for obvious ego, which is why people like a Daniel Bryan in the future possibly maybe and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can have that argument now. Someone also says, is Shane McMahon turning heel? Well... They're always heels. All I know is, all I know is when I watch the show, I think Daniel Bryan's turning heel. Now maybe Shane's turning heel. I mean he he. I mean if you go by the storyline, this guy's an egomaniac. I mean yeah, you could very easily turn the guy heel, but sometimes they lead you in one direction and they swerve you. And just there's something about this Daniel Bryan thing. I think he's going heel. And as Dave noted, like if Daniel Bryan is leaving in August. Like, if you want to cool the guy off, 
before he hits the indie scene, turn the guy heel. I mean, that's the way to do it. So, I mean, there are arguments towards turning him heel if you're WWE. Seems really stupid on the surface. Why would Daniel Bryan be a heel? But Daniel Bryan may not be with the company coming up in August, so maybe you want to prepare for the future and do a heel run. Although, if they do the heel run with him, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, this is going to backfire. I'll tell you that much right now. Can we'll I see. ask you a question? Yes. That's what we're doing today, Q&A. Okay, look. You said yesterday that there's no way we're going to see Kane and, and, and Braun Strowman on a SmackDown pay-per-view. Even though Kane attacked Daniel Bryan at Raw, which would give you the opportunity to have some sort of call-out or some sort of use of Braun Strowman and Kane on the SmackDown pay-per-view. And you said, well, look, they're not going to do this after they just announced. We only have these guys mix it up once a year where you see those people on our brand or see them go up against us, right? Yeah. What about the, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? What's that about? No, it's a Battle Royal. It's just like the Royal Rumble. But exactly, like the Royal Rumble. So these these people do mix it up against each other. Well, they on... mix it up, but like the idea is the idea is this Survivor Series is a brand versus brand match. Like which brand is better? The Royal Rumble isn't so much about, you know, does a does a raw guy win the rumble or a SmackDown guy? I mean, that's what happens. But yeah, the but... but it's all about who's gonna get a shot at their brand's champion. I guess, and they did do a, uh, a halfway decent job, I guess, bailing themselves out of the AJ Styles thing. But I just, I don't know. I just think there's, it, it wouldn't surprise me, and they probably should just go ahead and do that, because when are you going to do that match? And how does Daniel Bryan get any, any comeuppance at all, or does he just not? He's, I mean, we've watched Daniel Bryan not get comeuppance for like two years now, and every single well. feud he's involved in. I so. guess, and I guess if he's not going to get come up and sign Kane, it, it leads more into him and Shane of you put me, you know I'm hurt, and I, you know, whatever it is, and you put me in danger. Although I guess he put himself in danger by going over there. Spurs says, are the good brothers leaving WWE? Well, not yet. They're, they're over there for their 22 shows in 12 days. Too sweet, me. Let's go to the phones here on the air. What's going on? It's uh, Tony in Omaha. Yes, Tony. I have a comment or maybe a question. Um, what is the Booker T? seems like he's really getting on Kurt Angle and uh, Jason Jordan about basically everything. And people are kind of wondering why. I think it goes back to uh, Booker T, Kurt Angle, um, Charmel Angle. And it's just a continuation of a 10-year storyline. Oh, my God. I think... <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, you may be right, but like, but like, I I can't imagine Booker T even remembering any details of that storyline, even though he was involved in it. I mean, maybe. I still like my idea that that the reality is that Jason Jordan is Booker T's son, and Booker T knows, and he knows that instead of instead of just saying that Booker's my father, Booker's merely an announcer, but Kurt's the GM, and so he lied to Kurt to get a big push. It's all going to come out later. That's my theory about this whole thing right here. Can you imagine Booker T? So Booker T, is he running for mayor of Houston? Is he is, that, is he still have a, a, a investigative squad out there uh, checking to see uh, what his what his status is and uh, how he how he's doing in the polls? I mean, where are we at with Booker as as mayor of Houston? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. I presume he's. I don't know. Guess not. Well, let's see if we can get two active politicians in the in, in WWE with, with Kane as mayor of Knox County, which I assume he is just going to win outright because it is Knox County, and Kane is as big as Knox County. This person says, not only, Raw is not only three hours, but it goes overtime 10 to 15 minutes, unlike SmackDown, which ends exactly at two hours. You're right. It ain't even a three-hour show. It's a three-hour and 20-minute show. Well, That's one of these months, Raw was longer than the pay-per-view, right? A lot of months. Was it a lot of months? <laughs> it's, God, it's, it's, it's virtually insane. every month except for that Hell in a Cell that went three hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> or three hours and 35 minutes or whatever. Which, by the way, was too long. Hey, did you see your boy Hamish here? The show in Scotland? Glasgow, WWE Live? No. They got an awesome Nakamura match. Um, a Nakamura mask, uh, I should say. Uh, Hamish is wearing a Nakamura mask? No, but he's at the Merch station, and uh, apparently they have one there. The problem is Nakamura doesn't have a mask. It's a Kana mask, or a, uh, I'm sorry, an Asuka mask. 
How about that? You ever see 15 my fifteen pounds? How about my my lumberjack costume? Mm. Big hit uh, yesterday. I saw that. Yes. Uh, well, I think it was a, a big hit because you had a very a cute child on your arm. I don't know if it had anything to do with your your Daniel Bryan log cabin uh, uh, lumberjack outfit you had on there. I wanted to be a lumberjack, but I put on the outfit. and I thought, God, they and Craig are gonna come over and they're gonna think I'm trying to be Daniel Bryan. And sure enough, they did. Couldn't you just be like some dude from like I don't know Saskatchewan or something? I look like, like just that? some dude from Portland is what I look like. That's the other one I heard yesterday. <laughs> Somebody out of the '90s, you know. Let that stubble keep growing there. It's a uh, you're a '90s man. Back in a moment, Kevin Harvey will join us. One of the men behind Shimmer and Rise, Wrestling Observer Alive. <laughs> Walgreens has good news for everyone who uses Medicare Part B for diabetes testing supplies. We've got your back, or in this case, your test strips. Walgreens accepts Medicare assignment and full coverage supplemental insurance, so you'll pay as low as $0 out of pocket, which is the same as mail order. Pick up the medications you rely on and save on all major brands like OneTouch and Walgreens Truemetrics. That's not just good news, it's great news. Talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Walgreens, at the corner of Happy and Healthy. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940-800-813-9940-800-813-9940. If you're a pro, you don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% at bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% at bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Very happy today to be joined by Kevin Harvey. Lots of stuff to talk about today, including a Rise and Shimmer and more. Kevin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Brian. Thanks for having me. How are you guys? Not too bad. Why don't we start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, let's see. My quick details on my life, been around wrestling for about 18 years or so, largely as an announcer or 
uh, commentator things that more involve the voice than the physics inside of the ring and had my cups of coffee or decent runs at some really cool places like AAW in Chicago, worked part-time for Ring of Honor for a couple of years, worked for Dragon Gate USA when it was still in its early days. And really the thing that probably most people know me as is just as a producer and the on-camera ring announcer for Shimmer and been with Shimmer for 10 of the 12 years it's been around, something like that. And then uh, nowadays, the promoter of Rise, developing tomorrow's women athletes, developing the talent that we want to discover to kind of be the shimmer stars of tomorrow. How often does Ed in San Antonio hit you up for a job? Daily. (laughs) I figured as much. Sorry to hear that. So, so I guess tell us a little bit about Rise. Like, uh, was this an idea that you had for a while? Was this something that was like a a response to the WWE Women's Revolution? I guess how did this whole thing come about? I could hop out and probably say yes to that. It's a little bit of both of those things. Uh, I've had a passion for a very long time in wrestling and training and things that aren't just the wrestling moves in the ring. Not that those are unimportant, but on the independence, there wasn't really anybody doing uh, some training that goes a little bit deeper into things like your selling, into things like your promos. And I wanted to kind of find a good middle ground for that. And when I came back to Shimmer in the summer of last year, the what we now know was the May Young Classic was a very heavily rumored thing on the horizon where there was probably going to be some variety of women's tournament. And I sat down and pitched the idea of what's now known as Rise to Dave just to make sure that we were ready for the future because if there was to be as many signings or close to as many signings as there were comparatively to the Cruiserweight Classic that happened, Shimmer could have been six to 18 months away from a whole lot of talent not being available to any uh, to the independents anymore. And so I pitched the idea of Rise so that we could identify who are those talents out there that we might not know about yet or who might not be ready right now, but who can we get in a couple of these seminars to help raise their game and invest in them and get them some additional training. So when the time comes for an opportunity with Shimmer, we have basically an on-deck circle. And so far the system seems to be working because we've had more than 20 girls get some sort of opportunity with Shimmer since the inception of Rise in less than a year. Can you kind of explain the landscape out there for those who are uh, basically unfamiliar with with women's wrestling or are are only getting into it, you know, recently? Because we talk about, you know, stardom and shimmer and shine. We'll we'll mention these promotions' names and we'll mention some of the, you know, have some of these women on. But I don't think people really understand exactly how things work as far as, you know, you have younger people and people who are inexperienced that – are mixing it up with very experienced women out there. And it's not its not what people think of when they think of just independent wrestling. It's a, its a little more concentrated than that. It, it really is. And I think a lot of people know the more marquee names in women's wrestling. Shimmer's a longstanding established name. You've got places like Shine that have been around for quite some time. And one of the motivations for Rise is when you're looking at independent women's wrestling, there aren't, in most areas in the U.S., there aren't big pockets of women wrestlers. There may be a handful or fewer that are in a certain area. And what you find in that landscape a lot is a lot of the same or similar matches over and over again. And I'm a believer that a wrestler isn't going to get better wrestling the same opponent weekend in weekend out or once a month or however often it is that if we come up with something, a way to get these people who maybe are not having, they may have some solid skills, but what happens if we get them in the ring with somebody to elevate their skills, get them in there with somebody like a Mercedes Martinez or a Nicole Savoy, somebody they may not encounter at their local independent because most local independents are usually using largely local talent and maybe a fly-in or two. That's kind of the, the most prototypical indie formula. And for the girls, it can be a challenge to get yourself out there uh, because you may be wrestling in the Midwest or you may be wrestling in the Southeast and a plane ticket from, say, Orlando to California isn't cheap. So finding a way to kind of raise your stock and find a way to get the attention of some of those promotions in other areas, that's one of the things we're trying to do is to get girls into better positions and help kind of break the glass ceiling of their local independence. So obviously the question is, how has the women's independent scene changed in like the last couple of years? Because there have been a lot of changes, mostly based on, I mean, I think that some people would not want to hear this, but it seems to me that ever since WWE really started doing this women's revolution thing, revolution, whatever the hell it's called, 
I mean, it really seems to have helped the women's independent scene as well. I know a lot of people say, well, there have been, you know, women's independent wrestling for a long time part of that. And obviously there has. But have you seen an uptick since it became a thing on WWE TV? Absolutely. When you're talking about fan interest, when you're talking about more opportunities for women on the independents, it's something that I see as a positive thing. And let's face it, whatever WWE does, for the most part, the industry will follow because that's what most people are going to expect if they're watching TV week in and week out is what is WWE doing? And I think it's been nothing but positive from what the focus on television has been. That's had more fans when they see a poster of women's wrestling. It's something where it draws their attention in a little bit more. It's, it's something where because it's not being given less time on TV, it has been featured more and more. That only helps somebody like me or like Dave. So when a casual fan is seeing women's wrestling on TV, now you see women's wrestling maybe at an Eagles club in Berlin, Illinois, or an American Legion in Southgate, California. That helps us reach a new audience. So I I don't know that Rise would have had the success it's had in the first year out without sort of what's happened with WWE. And admittedly, we were it was born sort of out of a backfill plan for what WWE might do. But I think it's only brought positives from what I've seen. Who are some of the big names that you've been featuring? Or, or not even some of the big names. I guess we can get to those later because there are a lot of them. But, like, who are some of the rising stars? Who are some of the names that you think we're going to be hearing more about in the next couple of years? Names that you will be hearing a lot more. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart is the current Phoenix of Rise champion. She is somebody who came seemingly out of nowhere and exploded onto our scene in Rise and in Shimmer last fall, and she's been an integral part of everything with Rise. Same could be said for Dust, formerly known as Angel Dust, our first Phoenix of Rise champion, Britt Baker and Chelsea Green. A lot of people probably know Chelsea from Impact, but that's how we came to know Chelsea was through the Rise program, and that's how we got her integrated into Shimmer. We've got Delilah Doom, Deanna Perrazzo's in the mix, Jules Malone out of Canada, We've got Kikio, who's now out of Florida, former West Coast talent. She just recently relocated. And that's just rattling off six, seven, eight girls who are our first Rise roster members who we wouldn't have known about most of those girls had we not learned about them through coming through the seminars for Rise. I see on the Rising Sun uh, coming up here, uh, the, the Rising Sun show that you're going to have. I see cheerleader Melissa on the uh, the, the poster there. And for... Uh, people that have watched ja- uh, women's wrestling for a long time, Japanese women's wrestling for a long time uh, back in the day, um, she's always been there, and she's always been around. She's always been one consistent factor out there on the scene and, and never got her opportunity, at least that I know of, it in WWE. Um, what is she, as far as training-wise, though, you never hear anything really all that bad about her or anything like that. Just kind of talk about her influence and talk about her, how she can help out, because she's just been such a stalwart of the, the women's scene and of Shimmer for so long. Oh, man, having Melissa be part of what we do is great. She joined up with Rise formally back in July at Rise 3, and Melissa has not been wrestling as much as she has been in prior years, and she came to Rise and absolutely just hit a home run of a match with Deanna Perrazzo kicking off the card. And Melissa's passion for anybody that's lucky enough to know her and actually get to discuss professional wrestling with Melissa because of the fact that it's in her blood. She is not a first-generation wrestler. Wrestling is in her family blood. She has been on virtually every promotion that you can think of or had an opportunity. You know, she's been, she was an impact for quite some time. She's been part of Lucha Underground in the last season or two. Or there have been more than two seasons. I can't keep track of Lucha Underground that well. But uh, she's the current Stardom USA president, and she's been very involved in the Stardom promotion to bring somebody of world-traveled experience and regular wrestling work for a number of years. Now having her brain open to develop this future generation, something like that is huge. Somebody like a Melissa or a Mercedes Martinez, being able to take what we already know are fantastic women wrestlers and now spread that knowledge over a new generation, that means the world to have talents like that involved in what we do. I know you can't pick any of your favorites or don't want to pick any of your favorites or anything like that, but, you know, some of the names on the come-up we've had, Monty, you talked about Shotzi Blackheart, 
but you know, Britt Baker, uh, you mentioned as well too. Uh, Nicole Savoy, who I think you know has been you know, helped out immensely, and I think it was a perfect uh, team with 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 Mercedes Martinez. Who are some other women out there that like maybe only got a little bit of a blip of attention in uh, in the May Young Classic or are out there with you right now that you're going to go, hey, the, these people, you better keep your eye on. Well, we've actually got quite a few people from the May Young Classic either openly advertised on our show or they are in the seminar pool. Talents that people may see from the seminar that will get chosen into these different open contract matches and things that you see on the show. Names that just come to mind, we've got Renee Michelle is going to be there. We've got Miranda Salinas is a name people might have recognized from the May Young Classic. Then you do have, yes, Nicole Savoy. Mercedes Martinez, very prominently featured. And there's a whole lot of talents like that that maybe they weren't in the May Young Classic but are working their way up or have been on sort of that higher tier of the independents that fans are going to know. Rachel Ellering comes to mind. Thunder Rose is the name that you see out there quite a few places, or people may know her as Cobra Moon from Lucha Underground. We've got Joshi Talent coming in, who I can't say by name for a couple of different reasons right now, but let's just say all the hints that have been dropped are not red herrings. They're as obvious as they think. We just can't say it. We've got Zoe Lucas coming from the U.K., somebody we found out about through the Rise Seminar in Norwich, England, just a couple of weeks ago. And so these are all talents I think people either know or maybe they've had a very small taste of what they can do. So now what can we do to put a spotlight on those talents and maybe give them a little more time or give them a little bit more, a little bit more of a match they can sink their teeth into? I say bring in Hiroya Matsumoto and give her everything. I absolutely love her. <laughs> One of the underrated parts, I think, of stardom over there. But um just, hey, you said her name. I didn't. I'd like to clarify <laughs> that. You said her name. I did not. Um, oh, man, I could go on forever about this. I know we're, we're probably only under a minute here of, of, of show. So I'll, I'll let Brian get in one more question here, too. But uh, hopefully we can have you back on here in the future. Let's talk about the Rise 5 show. It is November 10th at the Berwyn's Eagle or the Berwyn Eagles Club. Got to make that Abundantly clear, Berwyn Eagles Club. That's right. I don't want Prazak on me. There's a VIP uh, VIP meet and greet with Medusa and a legend, an unnamed legend here, and a number of other matches. Shotzi, Blackheart, Britt Baker. Tell us more about this show. Well, this show, we do have the VIP meet and greet, which is going to feature Medusa, who a lot of fans probably also know as a Wonder Boys, WWE Hall of Famer, and who can't find value in adding Medusa to something like what we're doing for seminars and for helping out backstage and everything. And uh, someone who I, though I can't say her name, Joshi royalty is a phrase that could be used very fairly. You look at the shadow on the poster, it's not exactly hard to piece together who that may be. Main event, Shotzi Blackheart's defending in a match we're calling the Incursion of the Phoenix, the sixth way, defending against Chelsea Green, Kikio Dust, Delilah Doom, and Britt Baker. We've got a Joshi tag team warfare match where our Joshi guests will be picking partners from the seminar. Cheerleader Melissa, Deanna Perrazzo, Thunder Rosa, Rachel Ellering, Nicole, Nicole DeVoy taking on Kylie Ray, a local Chicago standout, and a whole pool of talents in the seminar that I'm not going to waste all the airtime because that's a long list of names to read. Well, Kevin, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. Don't forget, Rise 5 coming up. We'll talk about it a little more after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 
Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We are back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. As noted, the big show coming up for Rise Sunday. Rise, I'm sorry. Prezak, it's all Ed's fault. I'm trying to read what he wrote here. You know how that oh. is. Oh, my. Rise 5, Rising Sun, Friday, November 10th, at the Berwyn Eagles Club, Berwyn, Illinois. You can check it out. There's a meet-and-greet with Medusa and an all-time legend, I believe you said. I can't remember the exact term, but you won't be disappointed. Shotzi Blackheart, Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, Delilah Doom, and more. So check that out. At Shimmer Women, at Rised. Oh, God, he screwed this up, too. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it, everybody. So, anyway... And by uh, the way, uh, Shimmer, uh, also November 11th and 12th, we're coming up on that. They're going to be taping Shimmer's 96 to 99, also at the Berwyn Eagles Club. Tickets are on sale at ShimmerWrestling.com. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe maybe they could hire you instead of Ed. <laughs> Should mention, by the way, that someone who is not going on the Jericho Cruise is Mike Sempervivi. However, it was announced today the Young Bucks have been added to the cruise. They are the <laughs> hottest act in wrestling today. Yep. And they are part of the Ring of Honor, Sea of Honor tournament on board the <laughs> Rock and Wrestling Rager, leaving out of Miami on October 27, 2018. Whoa. You know what's funny about it, too, is Jericho, Jericho's cutting promos on Kenny Omega on Twitter, and he just right. booked the Young Bucks for this cruise. And this isn't a work, or it is a work? It's bizarre. Mm, that's what it is. It is bizarre. All right, everybody, we are completely out of time. I want to thank you all for listening. Thank Mike, as always, all of the callers and listeners. Everybody in the studio, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, Wrestling Observer Live.